The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the Retro Network proudly presents to you, in association with the House Show Crew, a little morsel for your Monday. Answering all the questions that you send our way. So no more lollygagging, let's take on the day. Welcome to the running. Welcome to the running. Welcome everyone to your Monday morning coffee. It is I, Maddie Treats. And this is the run-in, which is presented by the House Show, which is presented by the Retro Network. This is the inception of Monday Morning Wrestling Podcasts. And I am joined by not one, but two of my tag team partners. To my right is none other than the educator of excellence. Educator, how are you doing this Monday Good morning? Good Monday morning, sirs. How's everybody doing out there in Retro Land? Glad to be here this morning. I'm doing all right. Uh, trying to figure out plans as to how to move forward uh, regarding the uh, results of my MRI and the plans of how to deal with the knee injury. Also still working on the haul from uh, WrestleMania weekend and trying to get those games cased up and ready to go for display. Yeah, so, um, well, before we get into it, let's introduce the man to our left, Mr. Masked Library, Kevin Hellions. Kevin, how's it going, buddy? Hey, I'm here too. Um, I am doing all right. You know, for those of us, for those that listened to last Monday's episode of the run in, I was very wrong on a lot of the WrestleMania picks, but I was correct with my choices over for odds with wrestling. I am now a three time champion. Oh, baby. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Uh, I was very wrong on all of my picks. Um, that's the fun thing about doing it ahead of time. And we do it like we, we recorded Monday of mania week. So, I mean, they didn't even get the full card. We didn't have the women's tag matches. We didn't have all this stuff that was announced. So I like doing it far out to kind of think like, okay, how are we going to do this? Let's see where we go from here. Um, right. and then releasing it. Uh, but yeah, congrats, Kevin. I mean, I know you were saying on our sealed envelope, WrestleMania podcast, you had, uh, different answers from the at odds mania, which also was different from your predictions on the website. So you covered all your bases. I did. I did. And it, it wasn't not being genuine or honest. It was at the time I was recording, at the time I was writing, at the time I was emailing. Those were my thoughts at the time based on, you know, whatever was going on in wrestling. Right. You know, as, the change in the last day or two. Yeah. New information being released as the plans moving forward with the card and all that stuff. Things change, as do your, your pers- uh, perspective and predictions. You should do predictions subject to change on the bottom of your... Ooh, <laughs> there you know, go. Well, bottom of your spe- Speaking of subject to change, I've already thought of like five different things that I need to assign them for homework. Oh and yeah, that's, that's my winning. I when, get to pick an When do homework. you get to announce that? I think we're doing it uh, Thursday show. Oh okay. This coming Thursday show. So something to look forward to. Um, download at odds with wrestling this Thursday to hear what Kevin's, um, you know, Kevin's homework is for them. 
So, uh, but the reason we're here, guys, is we need to discuss the big uh, WrestleMania weekend trip. You know, we said we were going to do it. Um, obviously, last Monday, coming off of Mania, a little too tough. Uh, you know, plus I had some personal issues uh, going on. Uh, there was a death in my family. I want to thank you guys for being a much needed distraction from all of that. I had to go do the funeral calling hours, the whole nine yards, um, for my uncle. So, uh, no, I really appreciate you guys coming down. I know there was talk that we may have canceled it because he passed away on the Friday and, you know, we were scheduled to go on the Saturday, but next day, uh, right next day. But you know what? As Vince would say, the show must go on. Yeah, we had Kevin and I, we had backup plans. We were already discussing just him coming to see me hanging out in at my house and that because we weren't sure if you were coming to town and, and going to be dealing with family stuff but you know, we figured there was going to be a few days of b- between planning and when everything was happening but we had our ducks in a row but we're, we're glad we were able to come down hang out with you be a distraction get to take in some of the sights of the rock through your eyes and uh, go to a bunch of places that we had never been before and man what a time we had and and funny thing is that none of us had been to before. It right. wasn't just treats showing us around, you know, his favorite spaces. There were ones that he'd never been to before either. So all three of us were discovering it. Yeah. When we, we go through our day here, um, I had gone to the first thing I've been to the toy store, uh, Bartertown collectibles that, you know, uh, that was the only one I've been to, um, and the potatoes. So those were the only two things that I've had before. <laughs> Uh, but we will let's get right into it, guys. So uh, we were planning to meet up. I think it was 10 a.m. No, 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Uh, meeting up at Bartertown Collectibles because where I live is on the west side and Bartertown's on the east side. So it just made sense to, for us to meet there rather than going to my place, backtracking, yada, yada, yada. Uh, made a lot of sense. So we went to Bartertown Collectibles. Uh, what do you guys think of the uh, of the toy store? I know. uh I think, Matt, you did the most damage. Uh, Kevin also bought things. But but actually, now that I think about it, before we even went to Bartertown Collectibles, oh, yeah. Kevin, what did you yeah, buy we little, on your we way down? late meeting up, right? <laughs> we were still within minutes. We it wasn't that bad. So Kevin and I were supposed to meet up in Cicero, New York, and I was going to pick him up at his cousin's house where he was going to drop off his car. There was no sense of two of us driving separate cars to Rochester. So Cicero was kind of like a halfway point in between for us to meet up. And I had gotten to Cicero maybe half hour, 45 minutes early before our pickup. So I did a quick trip to Target, did a lap. But on my way back, I had found a rummage sale. And at the rummage sale, uh, there were uh, not things that I would be interested in, but there was a bunch of boxes of VHS tapes that were complete in-box horror movies for the most part. And I saw those, and I'm like, yeah, that's Hell- that's right down Hellion's Alley. So I go pick up Hellion's, and I'm like, listen, it's two minutes out of our way. There's a rummage sale, and I have a feeling you'd be interested. And he's like, all right, I'm game. And uh, Hellion's, I'll let you take over from there. The, the fact that you discovered it too because it was not a dead end street <laughs> like it was all the way at the end of it um but i'm going through you know because yeah all right now i'm in the car i'm digging through i don't even know the prices yet i'm just checking like okay that's good looking tape that's good looking tape i'm making a pile 
I thought, all right, I need to find out how much he's asking per tape. Because there's a difference between if he thinks they're worth like five bucks each, which I wasn't going to do, or if they're a quarter each. There's a big difference there. <coughs> Sorry, I got a stack of like eight or ten. And he says, uh, hey, if you want all of them, I'll make you a deal. I'm like, I don't know. I was like, I don't really want the Disney ones. He's like, oh, no, no, I'm not counting the Disney ones. Those are worth a lot more. No, they're not. But <laughs> yeah, that's, right. a whole, that's a whole other story. Everybody thinks those blown up plastic clamshells are just, you know, money in the bank. And they're really not as extravagant. Well, they're a uh, side tangent there. They're not at all. But what happened was um, there was a uh, money laundering going on on eBay where a couple people were selling them for like $10,000. A lot of money. And it was just as long as you send the product that looks like a legitimate sale, but you really was a money laundering thing that they, and then they move on to other things. I kind of think the card explosion right now is what they moved on to because a lot of these cards are not worth pe what people are trying to pay for them right now, but that's a whole other thing. So he still thinks they're worth a lot of money. I'm like, all right, whatever. He's got a box of anime and manga. He's like, Oh, I got someone coming for this. He paid like a hundred bucks for the box. I'm like, well, I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> so then I'm looking through the horror ones. There's a couple other good ones there. So I'm flipping through and all, and he just starts breaking out banana boxes, <laughs> so like the giant produce banana boxes full of them. He's like twenty five dollars. Like I'm not doing twenty five dollars for a banana box. All three. <laughs> that was more tempting. So I'm getting ready to walk over to educator and say like, "Hey, I think I'm about to buy all this. Do you have room in your vehicle? Because I'm not sure what he has. He's already rearranging the trunk." we'll figure this out we haven't even left yet we're two minutes into the trip and i've loaded up the back of your car it's fantastic and car felt heavy car felt heavy making the trip it did it did not just because the two of us were in it <laughs> yeah, it was the it was definitely the the tapes yeah yeah and yeah. then uh sunday sunday night and monday i went through and edited it oh like all right i don't need this don't need this don't need this don't need a bunch of Tybo tapes. Well, I, I need them, but, you know, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so that was even before we got to Barter Time Collectibles. Of course, Kevin giving me updates. We'll be there at 11.15. Nope, 11.12. Nope, mm -hmm. 11.10. It's like, okay. I'll see Make you when I time, see you. Baby. I'll see you when I see you. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, so so we meet at Bartertown Collectibles. What did you guys think of the toy store? Did you like the collectible store? Nice little spot, good space, uh, a lot in there. I mean, a lot of stuff. It reminds me of the game store I work at. Way too much inventory for the amount of space that we're trying to, uh, you know, try to service it in. But uh, very as organized as it can be. Um, just you got lots of stuff everywhere displayed. The glass clay cases. With uh, the collectible toys, obviously, you have to ask for someone to open up to get whatever out. Uh, I ended up finding a cool Voltron figure, uh, similar to one I had growing up. Got a decent price on that Voltron figure. I was hoping to get some Hasbros or some Retros that they had, but everything that they had on display, I already had in my possession. There wasn't anything that I did not already had. Uh, have um, the few that he had left over from a previous trip that Treats had made. And picked up a few for me he had since sold so is what it is but i ended up finding a cool stack of uh nes games that he had in the back and i ended up cherry picking through and i picked up about 10 games from there 
and I picked up six games from a different store. Uh, between the lots, I ended up getting 16 NES games for about 100 bucks, so wasn't too, too bad of a deal. No, you did well there. I, <clears throat> I I could have spent like a lot more money than I did in that store. I kept finding stuff. The amount of toys there, mo- most loose, but he had like 80s ones that no one had. He has mask toys. There were some Bionic 6 floating around there. There's Brave Star and then all the big ones. There's G.I. Joe and He-Man and, you know, Thundercats and all. Um, if it was a nicer figure, you know, like tight joints and had accessories and all, it was in the case. There was a bunch loose as well. And I'm just digging through, like, I'm going to start a new collection. I know I'm going to. I'm going to start a new collection here. Tons of comics, but no rhyme or reason or order to it at all. Um, My only complaint was that nothing's marked. It's kind of like a a marketplace price thing. Well, I mean, it is called Barter Town. I I wasn't thinking. Um, So, you know, was, uh, oh, what's this going for today? What's this going for today? Pretty much if he's sick of looking at it or not. Or, you know, if it's popular. So I grabbed some comics there. I felt like I was paying too much for the comics for what they were. But then I grabbed a couple toys, too. And I felt I was paying too little for those. So it balanced out to a price I was happy with for my haul from that store. So with the toys you bought, are you doing a new collection? Yeah, I'm going to do, like, I think I'm doing superhero women toys. I picked up uh, Abby Chase from Danger Girl, which I've always loved that series, and the J. Scott Campbell art. And then I grabbed uh, Loose Dawn figure, which Dawn is a creation of Joseph Michael Listener. And I really like the covers he does for Dynamite Comics right now, which was a pickup that I made somewhere else, too. But yeah, so they're just loose, but they look really cool. Very cool. I was happy with it. Um, I know the Danger Girl one is a McFarlane toy. I don't know about the Dawn one. Probably not, but looks good. Excellent. Excellent. Um, yeah, so after Bartertown, we were there for, for probably an hour. Easily. An hour, easily. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kevin, I know you were kind of upset because they did have comic books, but it, it, that's not their focus here. It is more of the toys no. and collectibles. Right. No, and I, I knew if I dug through, I'd find a lot there. But like the She-Hulk ones, I think he was he did like three or four bucks an issue. I'm like, these aren't worth this, but you're charging me too little for the toys. And I went with it just to, you know, enjoy a purchase there, just to have fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it, it was about an hour, hour and a half after we left. I think we all were feeling a little hungry, a little peckish. So we yes. decided let's go to all you can eat sushi, Osaka sushi, nice little power sushi lunch, uh, about 20 minutes away. I would say, uh, what'd you guys think of the sushi place? Oh, baby. I thought at first that it was literally going to be like buffet style. And you would just go up and get what you'd want and so on. I didn't realize it was going to be table service, you know, delivered to you. You just tell the waiter what you want and then eventually it'll come out. Um, Phenomenal, phenomenal pricing for what you had access to. Um, It's absolutely going to be a go to every time we come down and visit. We uh, we're 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 going to go be, you know, eating at Osaka. Absolutely. I mean, when we walk in there and. you know, normal stuff for this day and era of the world, you know, please stay right here and we're going to take your temperature at the door and stuff. All right, fine. Cool. Uh, then I see the big note that concerned me. 75 minute time limit. Yeah. Oof. We were talking, we might do a Broadway because, you know, 75 minutes, not that much. Cause in I, educator, you brought up the point too, where you thought maybe they would 
slow the rolls down, you know, slow your right. roll. And uh, that's, that was not the case. No, not, not the, the case. case you put your order in, you had table side service within eight to 10 minutes. It was crazy. Especially, too, when you order 10 rolls to, to start. Right. Like, I'm going to have this. I'll take this. I'll take a spicy tuna roll. I'll take a crab roll. I'll take this. I'll take that. And then they just bring them out on platters. It's fantastic. And for the low, low, low price of twenty six ninety nine. Absolutely. So the first round that we did, we just ordered, hey, what I'm going to order what three rolls I want to start with. We all ordered like three rolls. And then we're like, we're looking at our platters that came out. And we're like, well, wait a minute. The, every one of these rolls is cut into six. So let's just order next run the right side of the menu. And we'll each eat two of the <laughs> two of the pieces of the roll. And yeah, that was the way to go, man. Yeah, I think we all expected like three separate plates coming out. But instead right. it was a large platter with all of that. But that gave an opportunity to try everything, too. There was exactly. nothing bad. No. There's yeah. nothing I thought, oh, geez, you guys can have the rest of that. Or the, I only, wish we didn't order. the only one oh. I, I personally wasn't. They had a sushi roll that had like cream cheese in it. Had a weird cream cheese. Yeah, in the, it, yeah. yeah. and was, it wasn't Philadelphia roll either. It was something else. It, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't it was something I would but... order again. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. a lot of the way to get it. So, no, Osaka Sushi, way to go. About 30 bucks a person when you include a drink oh. if you're getting, you know, a soda or a tea or, or whatever it is. But, oh. but we, we we were full and didn't feel gross. Right. Yeah. Like full but not awful. Yeah. And we still, honestly, we didn't have to go Broadway. We probably still had another 30 minutes on their clock. Oh, we could have done another round, yeah. Yeah, we could have done another round, no problem. But we were like, no. We know that we got potatoes coming up, so we yeah. save some space. And and also us being newbies, we uh, while we were sitting there, you had someone else come in. I forget if there were one or two people at the table, but he just said, "I want one of this, two of this, one of this, one of this, one." Like reading off his order, I thought, "Oh, you've been here before. Yeah. He knew exactly oh, no. what he wanted, ordered everything at once." Uh, but but big news, guys, about Osaka Sushi. No, don't tell me they closed. No, no. They, I, I, through my research, I found out there's another all-you-can-eat sushi place down the street. Crazy. Like, great down the street from We got the Monday Night Sushi Wars going on. Oh, baby. <laughs> so when you come, we may have to try that one. See, this is the all thing. Right. Do you try that one, or do you go to the one we know that we enjoyed? Right. Why fix it if it ain't broke? You know? Or I don't know. Do or we do one, one for lunch, for lunch one for dinner? dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, um, but no. Uh, so after the Osaka sushi, of course, probably about an hour there um, between you know driving getting there. Uh, it's time for Kevin. It's Kevin's choice, right? So I think Barter Town Collectibles. That was something we all agreed on. Osaka sushi, something we agreed on. We got to do a a comic book store for, for Mr. Kevin there. Um, so I looked it up online, saw that Rhino comics uh, seemed to be a good one. Of course I was sending different collectible and, and, and comic places to Kevin. Like this is what you can choose from everywhere you want to go. I've, I'm not a comic guy. So, um, so, so wherever you want to go, we can go. So we went to Rhino comics and, uh, I, I I was a proud parent because my son was very very happy there. <laughs> I I used to be into comics big time growing up, and that's actually one of the things that caused Kevin and I to connect with one another uh, in high school. That we had a mutual uh, 
affinity towards comics and comic collecting and comic cards. I was big into the comic cards and Marvel masterpieces and so on. Uh, but I just, my interest kind of shifted more towards gaming uh, through high school and then eventually in college as well. So I ended up selling pretty much most of my comic collection. Uh, I gave, uh, you know, that went Hellion's way. But coming into this comic book store, I will say, uh, without a doubt, cleanest place I've ever been in in terms of comics. And and, and they also had a, a decent amount of, like, toys and figures and so on as well. Uh, very impressed going in there. So well organized. Uh, without a doubt, probably the nicest comic store I've been in. Yeah, I knew I was in trouble when I walked in the door there. <laughs> Question, I... Kevin. Were you in trouble because of their face mask policy <laughs> i i was wearing a face so mask. on the door it says face mask optional yeah <laughs> so i'm just throwing that out there my <clears throat> store is wonderful store is very great but how do i word this <laughs> mr america when you're making your money off of people who wear masks and try to sacrifice themselves for the greater good right. of society. <clears throat> I would think that those superheroes are leading by example. And you would also maybe <laughs> promote this. Now, if, hey, while I'm in the office typing up the week's email, I'm not wearing mask, whatever. I'm not in there. You know, that's a separate room. If the guy that's behind the counter doing something has his off and then when he walks forward, puts it on, that's cool. Not worried about it. But it just seemed pretty much like it's a joke. And then he did mention um, because comics uh, are really trying to have more diversity and inclusion for characters, most people are like, well, that's fine. Miles Morales Spider-Man is fantastic. That's great. Um you know, any POC or LBGT or whatever, the more you have it, that's people coming in buying stuff. That's more audience. And he's like, oh, comics need to stop being so woke. I'm like, I can show you a Stan Lee soapbox from, I, it's in the 70s, talking about how we need to include more people. <laughs> and th that's all of our icon here, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And you're complaining now, you know, 50 years later about it. A little late. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little it's a, it was it, to me a great store. I mean, beautiful store, very clean for any comic shop I've been in. I, I wasn't there wasn't long boxes overwhelming me. Now they have mm. a million of them. Yeah, but everything's perfectly organized, clean. Uh, you know, they got their pop wall for all their for all their Funko pops and, and stuff like that. Uh, but like you said, Kevin, I, the 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 mass thing was a little like, OK. Now it doesn't yeah. like yeah. that's your personal opinion. It doesn't bother me. Like I'm one of the most carefree. Does not affect my life anyway. I'm not a comic guy, so I don't care. But I know, uh, you know, Kevin over there. Can some, it, you know, it's just it kind of colors your perception of the people running the business rather than the business itself. Right, and I and I rolled my eyes a bit. And I, I wasn't totally sure, but then I heard him talking to other people and all, and I was like, all right, I don't know enough here to say, okay, I don't like this guy. You know, I don't want to support his business. Because as I was hearing more conversations and stuff, I'm like, I think he's just 
he doesn't like it. He's kind of frustrated with it. But as a business owner, there could be other reasons. That doesn't mean we don't agree on other things. And I was seeing like he had people coming in. He was asking about their families. He was asking where the kids are. He was asking, you know, oh, hey, I found this for you. Oh, I held this for you. Hey, I'm going out to, um, you know, a, another store and picking some stuff up to bring over. Are you looking for that too? Like his familiarity with his customers and his help. And I'm like, okay, he's great for this end of it. So maybe as I would get to know him and be like, okay, our opinions aren't as far apart as I thought here, but you were just coming across like a little more abrasive than I expected for it. Like my own shop, when I first started going in, I kind of rolled my eyes a few times and then I realized they just ball bust. But I wasn't up to speed yet on, you know, their attitude and, you know, how they goof around. I was like, okay, this is a totally different thing here. Yeah. But also... I knew because he saw me looking around and he was telling me, well, here's, you know, it's 20% off for these new release books. Here's the 50 cent bins. Here's the dollar bins. Here's this, here's that. I'll cut you a deal. I'm like, all right, we'll go. And he's a smart businessman. Hey, these are the new issues. They've been up here three months. No one has bought them, which means no one's going to come in and buy them tomorrow for four bucks. Put them down here for a dollar. Yeah. Get them out of here. Just get some money going. Yeah, right. that's smart. It's the whole thing, too, with wrestling. Like, you know, wait till you hear what Vince McMahon and Linda McMahon think <laughs> Like, as a, as a company. You know what I mean? Like when you're running a business, it's a little different. We can all say, man, these Saudi shows aren't smart. Like, well, why would you ever do that? But when you're making 50 million off one show for a glorified house show. Right. 50 million yeah. could be NXT. You know what I mean? Like, like, right. it's, it's NXT for the year. It's, right? it, it's just interesting to, to see the dynamics of it. And especially when you, when you are, you know, running a, a business, uh, how, how that affects you. But, uh, very impressed by the store. Absolutely. I mean, me and the educator, I, I, we dropped you off, Kevin. We left. Yeah. You did. You, to you told, you told that guy he was babysitting me for next hour or two. I think it was two. <laughs> It was like two hours. Because um, yeah. the funny thing was, I, I, I had a stack. I had a huge stack of like, here are the brand new releases. So I knew how much they were for cover and then a little bit discount. Here are the 50 cent ones I want. Here are the dollar ones I want. I, I'm i not doing the math in my head. Plus he said he's you know going to do some deal. And I didn't know what that was going to be. I'm like, all right, let me just see where I'm at. Let me see the damage I'm at. So I went up. I paid for that batch. Texted you guys. And you at that point were on your way to like a game store or something. And you're like, oh, we're still going to be like another 20, 30 minutes. I went back for round two. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, here's all these dollar bins on the floor. I didn't feel like getting down on the floor and crouching down, digging through. But I am now. I went back through and got another batch. Yeah. So while you were while you were going through the long boxes here, uh, the educator and I, we went to Goodwill, uh, which was terrible. Terrible. We went to Big Lots because we were looking for the Masters of the Universe stuff. Terrible. Yeah. Couldn't find anything. Nothing there. We went to Walmart. Uh, nothing. You bought a game, actually. Bought a game at Walmart. Yep. I ended up uh, picking up Dragon Quest Eleven Definitive Edition for the Switch. Uh, bought it originally for PS4. It was the original Age of Light version. Uh, but the I wanted to have a, a version for the Switch since I had the Amiibo as well. So yeah. So uh, bought bought a game there. Uh, we went to GameStop. Nothing. Uh, we skipped the dollar store. We, we, we saw that there was a game store in the area, but it was the, there was a photo and that said, Oh, PS five and or P you know, PlayStation Xbox. 
And then when we right. get there, those signs were taken down, and it had become like a Magic the Gathering card place. Right, card place. Jeez. Oh, so, yeah. uh, and we went to a Target as well, and nothing there. I mean, we went to yeah. a bunch of stores just bombing around looking for a little figure hunting. Uh, nothing struck out there, but luckily it was a good distraction from Kevin, who, you know, was digging through those long boxes. Kevin, how much money did you end up spending at said comic store? I think I was around a hundred there. That's not bad. No, no. Well, yeah, probably 100, maybe 110, something like that. Yeah. So, but I mean, the the amount I got though. <laughs> was there anything that you liked about that store that you hadn't seen at another store before? I was what I've been really getting into lately is trying to grab some of the magazines for things and the zines. So a lot of stuff that like I never knew this existed. I never knew anyone made this. I never knew it was printed. But stuff like I can find comics online. I can go on Comicsology. I can go on Amazon. I can find full runs of most of the comics no one's doing the magazines so i grabbed quite a few of those they were in a dollar bin there but uh like um joe from ads his other show for Longbox heroes there they've been going through previews previews is a catalog to order comics in that people threw away after so they're doing like 30 years ago and seeing people trying to sell these for like two three four hundred dollars for what was disposable right you know, and I'm finding stuff like that. I, I grabbed uh, from my local store. They had a comics retailer magazine for years. So they were just tossing out. But there's interviews in there. There's hype. There's interesting stuff. There's promo things that are just gone. So I've been using it. And, you know, our, our fellow retro network brethren, their wizards podcast, as they've been going through the wizard magazines, I've been seeing stuff, too, of like no one has collected these. No one's done anything with this stuff. It's just forgotten and out there. So I'm grabbing a lot of that stuff now for like future articles on my own or discovering things. And every time I dig through one of these boxes, I find stuff I never knew existed before. I have a blast with that. Yeah. They also, uh, and you know, I love my variant covers. I found a ton of variant covers in their dollar bins. Yeah. They had their own like variant cover uh, section, right? Yep. Well, for the more expensive ones were in the section. Then they had a lot of ones that were just like, this is cover B cover C. We ordered a hundred that's still sitting here. Right. Dollar. <laughs> yeah. So I was very happy. So good times. Good times. Uh, so we, I, I still haven't bagged and boarded all of them. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, that's okay. It's okay. Uh, so we ended up leaving Rhino Comics. Uh, we hit at Ollie's, struck out there. Uh, then we were really looking for a video game store. I know the educator wanted to get a, uh, you know, wanted to go to a store, get some video games. We found one. Uh, we went, like I said, I haven't heard of any good ones in the area and right. this one, not a really a, a good one in my opinion. No, I mean, it, it's fine for what it was. Um, lots of cases, basically very little for you to be able to put your hands on because you have the cases and then all of their primary merchandise is like behind the cases on the wall. So you're like, you're looking at a wall of spines of xbox 360 ps2 ps3 um and you're you're trying to see what the stuff is from like six eight feet away and then trying to figure out the prices on those uh, that they've stamped on the side sticker uh on those so it's not very inviting in terms of being able to really engage with what's on the wall and try to figure out what they have what they don't have 
the only thing I came away happy with from that store was the fact they had a slush puppy machine. Oh, in the store. baby. Yeah, that would, and, uh, leads to my big purchase of the day, which was a large yeah. cherry slush puppy, <laughs> uh, which was fantastic. Just what I needed at that point. I was getting a little dehydrated from uh, from all the uh, all the hunting that was going on. So, um, yeah, Kevin, you're not really a, you know a big video game fan. You're not into it. One thing I thought was interesting about the store was I feel like they shrink wrapped a lot of their stuff and resealed it because we saw a wall of N sixty four like ECW Revolution games, which unless they bought a case of them, that's the only thing I could think was that they repackaged them and, and closed them off. And once it's a complete you know, a complete uh, uh, whole, you know, a complete set, yeah, if you will. Box, yeah, right. they just did that, which, you know, it's hard if you're looking for, you know, sealed in box or or minty, minty uh, stuff to to have them re sealing things is not what you want. It's not what you're looking right. for. So um, we ended up leaving that game store and going to uh, Casa de Treats. Um, which we were greeted, actually. I didn't buy anything the entire time we were out. But that was because we were greeted by three packages right at my doorstep uh, from things I've bought off Macari and Ringside Collectibles. Uh, so for me, I ended up getting in my uh, AEW Series 4 set, uh, which was uh, Cody, Matt Hardy, I want to say Omega, um, the uh, LAX, uh, Santana right. Ortiz, which are fantastic. Those are probably they my two phenomenal, two of my yeah. favorites um, off of there. And I think there's one other person. Um, maybe Hangman. Does he get another one? No, he's got Series Five. Um, the other, the other one slips my mind currently. But uh, very happy with that set. Uh, I also got uh, another order from Ringside Collectibles. Just happened to come ordered on separate days. They happened to get shipped uh, right at the same you know time. Uh, which was the two-pack of Roddy Piper and Mr. T, Mr. Elite, T, the boxing. Right. I got the two-pack of uh, Bret Hart and Goldberg from when, you know, Hart has the metal plate on. He gets speared. Uh, fantastic, fantastic set there. Um, and then I had some cases and, and def- case defenders and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. yeah, and some things to set up my. Which at first, you know, I was like, oh, man, you really f- probably should get some harder acrylic. But then after looking at the. The defenders, I'm like, no, this actually does what it's meant to do. So, yeah, so uh, good call on getting those, especially for a few of your AEWs that you've got the limited one out of a thousand or one out of five hundred yeah, ones. Yeah, Absolutely I have the uh, all over that. I have three chases. I have MJF, Moxley, and then the Jericho one. So I, I'll have those in the defenders, and I got some extra defenders just kind of laying around. Maybe I'll put like the brandy in there or the series one mm. one guys because the other ones I. It's looking like those are, I mean, Series 2, you can go on ringsetcollectibles.com and just, Still or, get just them. order them. Right. So right. Um, as far as, as collecting goes for that, that's a little disappointing. But um, also, too, uh, Kevin, I had a box from Macari that I wanted you to open. Yes, you did. What was in that box from Macari? Oh, minty, fresh, original sealed, not a shrink wrap machine like the suspected game store had wwe vhs tapes Not, well they're wwf vhs tapes. or sorry wwf that's right yes it's 98 yeah all from but you had all from like 98 i want to say yeah two pack of the divas ones um that classic five slipcase set which was fantastic looking 
um what was that? i think you had a couple of the, the wwf attitude collection with the silver border around them and all right yeah oh yeah, yeah. i got a Brand great new. deal on that i think it was like it came to like 20 22 bucks after right. all said and done for like well if you count five i'd count that as one so it was probably seven or eight vhs sets that were still sealed um i don't know what i'm gonna do with them i just bought them because why not but Right. Uh, that was my purchase of the day. And then finally, we ended the day not only with WrestleMania, but I, I've been talking to you guys. We got to try these potatoes. So uh, I call up the barbecue place on my phone and we put an order in. We did one outlaw potato with uh, brisket on it because I like the brisket. Uh, we did. And then we did a combo, which was a rack of ribs. And a monster potato, which is bigger than the outlaw potato somehow, which we think is just right. two potatoes together. I think it's um, had to be two russets. So uh, the first thing I did was I had Kevin. Uh, I went and got the food. I got it right at like 7.55, 8 o'clock. I was like, oh, I, I don't want to miss anything. Luckily, it got rain delay, so I didn't miss anything. <laughs> right. uh, night one. Uh, but first thing I did when I came through the door was, Kevin, feel the weight of this bag of food. Jeez. It, I thought you were carrying a baby in. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Uh, what did you guys think of, one, the potato, two, the size of the potato, and three, the taste of the potato? Winner, winner, chicken dinner, baby. Very impressed. Uh, the takeout, it, it looked phenomenal in the container, and it went down well. Uh, we kind of split seed. What was it? What was the smaller potato? The outlaw. Uh, the outlaw potato was the smaller one. Yeah, um, it, we split seed that one into three as even as we could, and was like, "Wow, this is phenomenal!" And then we just looked at the. We opened up the second container and didn't realize how big that one was. And we're just like, "Oh baby, <laughs> we got some work to do." Uh, the ribs were fantastic as well. I think I ended up doing about four or five, and uh, you guys ended up polishing off the rest. But it was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean they they gave you extra sauces too, which I always like to drizzle on extra sauce for stuff like that. Um, absolutely, like it just looked pretty too. You open up the styrofoam there, I'm like, this just looks awesome. But you you know you're bearing the lead there, or you're bearing something there, because you were suggesting other things. Well, an educator and I are like we have been talking about potatoes for the last month. Well, I wasn't I sure. Why you're trying to I wasn't take a sure how hungry you guys were. Um, at the time I wanted to, my whole thing was, I did not want to leave my apartment during mania. Like right, once yeah. it starts, I'm not leaving. I am yeah. inside watching the show. So when it got to be about six thirty, seven o'clock, I was really not hungry from, from anything. Cause I still, we had the sushi. Um, so I said, well, we could just get a pizza and have it sit to me. The pizza probably sits better than a potato would. Um, in case you were hungry, grab a slice, you know, during Braun versus this or, or, you know, whatever match is coming up. So, uh, but no, no, I knew the potato was dynamite. I love those things. I could eat one of those a week, just one potato a week, um, because they're in they're and they're fairly inexpensive for a monster potato. It's, it's 10 bucks. So heavy. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a great deal. Plus you're getting a pound of meat on top of it. So, um, just just it's just good stuff it's fantastic i mean had you known mania was going to have the rain delay probably would have waited for the food but then we had no idea to know when the rain delay was ending either though yeah um the other thing too that i like is 
So we order an outlaw potato. We get the monster potato with the rack of ribs, and they give us one piece of cornbread. One yeah. cornbread. It's like, all right, who wants huh. the cornbread, guys? And then I, I loved when I went to get the food, and they're like, oh, so how many uh, dinner sets you need? Like, you know, s- you know, five, six, seven. I was like, yes, all of them. <laughs> so, but the, the the fact that they ask you how many, you, you know dinner sets there you know the forks knives stuff like that but that didn't extend to the cornbread yeah a little weird a little weird so uh but all in all i think uh it was a it was a good day plus wrestlemania night one was the better of the two nights in my opinion so uh as far as the show was yeah I, i believe i feel that way too yeah i ended up i mean i was exhausted from our trip and all i ended up falling asleep uh, during night two and had to go back and rewatch stuff. Yeah. What did you, um, and then finally, uh, we had, uh, what did you think of the giant television with the lights behind it? Your setup was solid, man. No doubt whatsoever. Other than, you know, the big green stripe down the middle, but that's fine. <laughs> Let's not talk about <laughs> it's, whatever. it's whatever. It's uh, whatever. Yeah. But you didn't even notice that during half the stuff. No. Only certain oh, things, no, not know. all. Yeah. Once the action starts, you don't really notice. Uh, apparently these OLED TVs will get like a little green tint down the middle of like yellows. It was really pronounced when I put on the Simpsons channel, like you could right. really, yeah. really see it. But other than that though, I think it, I think it, it was pretty good. Uh, I'm glad the lights behind the TV weren't distracting. I think at first people are like, Oh, this is going to be distracting. And then you just forget about it. It becomes you part of it. Right yeah. Yeah. They do a great job with that. So uh, anything you guys want to add about our, our trip here? Uh, when's the next one guys, are we doing a uh, summer slam? Are we doing a uh, AEW event when that that, that comes? Well, what's the plan here? Uh, there's definitely needs to be a return to the Rock, no doubt about it. Uh, we definitely got to coordinate schedules and see how we can make that happen. I would be up for a SummerSlam all day. Baby. I mean, we've been throwing around the idea of once a month getting sushi. <laughs> like, let's be honest here. One Saturday a month, we just go get some sushi. Not a not a night over, but just a drive and. Start early in the morning, go to Barter Town, go to Rhino, get sushi, and go home. Right. Uh, I, I feel like I got to train my stomach for these. <laughs> you know, kind of like a Joey Chestnut. Like throughout the year, I have to eat all these things, so I'm in prime shape. There you go. There you go. Um, so I think that's going to do it for us for this Monday morning. Uh, educator, what do you want to say to the people up there? Thank you guys so much for tuning in and hearing about our exploits in the big city of Rochester, New York. As always, please check out uh, Retro Network and all the various offerings they have. We look forward to our upcoming episode of Glow, Episode 7, Episode 8. Yeah, and as always, you can follow me on Twitter, at Maddie Treats. That is at Maddie Treats. Uh, of course, thank you to my two co-hosts for not only being on the show, but for also coming here uh you know a couple weekends ago it was very enjoyable great great times and saka sushi baby uh the crab meat uh tempura roll is the way to go because that thing was dynamite and mr kevin hallian's take us home all right thank you guys for another great monday morning show thank you to the retro network for hosting us hey thank you maddie treats for hosting us whole story here uh you can follow us 
across the internet at TRN House Show. You can follow Matt online at Maddie Treats. You can follow me online at Mass Library. MassLibrary.com is the home blog. Thank you to Richard Reader, Jason Gross for a logo. Uh, go ahead and check out the show notes for Patreon and merchandise and all sorts of cool stuff there. And thank you for hearing all about our Saturday in Rochester. And you know what that means. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.